Hello and welcome to Miss Bossy Boots, keeping it real for women in business. My name is Stacey Morgan, I'm the Principal of Port Macquarie Performing Arts and the Director of Morgan Media, the producer of the brand new podcast, The How to Do Marketing Show with Jane Hilsden. How good is it? And of course, my co-host is the fabulous Jane Hilsden from the How to Do Marketing Podcast. <laughs> Holy moly. How many plugs for your new podcast can I get in one intro, Jane? Hey, whiz. Thank you. That was quite the, uh, quite the intro, Stacey. Thank you very much for that. How are you? I'm really well. Of course, um, Miss Bossy Boots kind of is just your like side hustle podcast now because your official, official podcast is just going gangbusters. Congratulations on a really awesome launch, Jane, and the podcast is excellent. If you're not listening to it, you're crazy. Oh, thank you. And I have been um, so humbled and so excited and thrilled and I have big smiles on my face when I get the feedback from um, people who've been saying they've been loving it as well. So, you know, there's a lot of um, love and fear and blood and sweat and tears and um, hours of the day and energy and passion and adrenaline that goes into pushing something like that together. Um, and it nearly didn't happen. And um, so when it when it did and it's gone so well um, and and more than that, I just really love doing it. Just like this podcast, I love, love it. I love doing it. I love talking to people. I love, you know, um, being curious and asking questions and hearing other people's perspectives. And, and just like we do when we interview guests on this show, like that's what lifts me in life. I, I love that. So I feel lucky that I get to do it and, and I actually really love doing it. So. Thank you very much. Um, Stacey, what is your favourite thing this week? Um, my favourite thing, and I've been telling everybody who has legs and is walking around with eyeballs, <laughs> that they need to read Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Yes. And I, uh, when I went to buy, I, I listened to a few podcasts interviewing her about this new book of hers. And I, when I went to buy myself a copy, I bought you a copy as well mm. and dropped it around to you at your house and you thought I was crazy because it was right in the middle of when you weren't supposed to be visiting people or anything and I kind of just stood on your doorstep and threw the book at your husband. Yeah, I didn't think you were crazy. He, did. He, <laughs> he wasn't sure who it was in the bonnet and the yellow um, was sun cancer T-shirt. I had my, um, I was in my mum, my mum beach attire. You know, my full, <laughs> my full wide-brimmed hat, sunglass. He, he, yes, he wasn't. He wasn't sure who was on the doorstep with the untamed book, and then, yeah. and then it all came into place. Yes, <laughs> all clicked. But yes. it was something that I knew that I was going to love, and I knew that it um, would also resonate with you. And we'll do a whole episode on it once, James finished reading it uh, it only took me 25 hours to read I literally sat down and didn't move and just uh, just got straight into it but that's my favorite thing and ladies if you're a fan of Miss Bossy Boots you are going to love this book so mm. perhaps in a you know Reese's book club style Oprah book club style go and get it now before Jane finishes it read it so that you'll have it done by the time we talk about it 
yeah. you can throw us some questions. Yeah. And I'm going to say that that's my favourite thing at the moment as well because Stace did drop it off and it came so highly recommended by Stace. To be honest, I had never heard of Glennon Doyle. Um, and so I'd kind of looked her up on Instagram, I think, once Stace had mentioned her and um, hadn't really paid much attention, I've got to say, but I, I started reading the book Um and it is profound. Like we will do the we will do the um, full review in a in an upcoming episode, um, but it is really profound. So um, yes, that's definitely my favourite thing, and I really look forward to going to bed so that I get the chance to go and dip in. and And I'm hopeless when I read before bed. I can get through about you know two pages before I'm asleep on the pillow um so it's a slow journey for me getting through this book but yeah it's amazing i threw the kids in bed at like five to seven and was like go to sleep and then just <laughs> ran out into the lounge room and sat on the couch and just didn't move for like four or five hours i had like two late nights in a row <laughs> just getting through it was, it. yeah i can't stay awake I, at that time if i want to power through a book i have to read it through the day you and get up at crazy, crazy o'clock in the morning, though. You have to excuse all the noises behind me today because I've got a washing machine and, and heat in the kitchen doing breakfast for the kids and um, Patrick's still asleep in the room that I normally record because he had an accident last night and so he's now in my bed and it's all, it's all a big schmozzle. So I'm hoping that our loyal Miss Bossy Boots listeners will forgive the terrible production of today's episode. Oh, I, crazy I, can, I can noises. hear the mic on your um, dressing gown, I think. On my I, dressing like a gown. Little sh- 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 um, or something. I can hear something, but I can't hear all the rest. Can you give it away to people that I'm wearing a dressing gown, Jane? Like oh, I'm, I'm sitting I'm... here in my pyjamas, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we roll. This, this is, is how we roll. This is when you get the best stuff from us, while we, where we've just rolled out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> had a coffee and a drink of water and um, are ready to talk about the issues of the day. I've also got the washing machine and that sort of stuff all happening in the background, but um, I, I don't, I've locked myself in the bunker, the nice. office, so hopefully you don't hear um, any of that. So today we're going to talk about difficult stuff. And Glennon always says we can do hard things and sometimes in business and in life it you have to do hard things, things that require you to put your big girl panties on and just get it done. And we're talking specifically about difficult conversations with difficult people or even just difficult conversations with not difficult people. Mm. But there's been a couple of situations in the last month or two, um, considering the circumstances, where we've had to do difficult stuff. Some stuff has gone well, some stuff not so well. Jane, you're a lot better at this than me. How do you approach what you would call what you would call difficult conversations and I'm using inverted commas like air quotes because I I I look at you and I think you're really good at this you're really good at difficult conversations but when we were talking before clearly you still have some oh of course yeah no it never feels good I I think I look difficult conversations two things I think difficult conversations with difficult people are easier for me because just my personality type, I I lean into confrontation. Like I, I not that I go seeking it, but I don't, um, I don't run from confrontation. In fact, confrontation I feel um, okay about. 
Um, so if someone's difficult, if, if anything, that makes me deliver a difficult message much more easily because I, I think I'm not worried about <laughs> how you feel because you're a difficult pain in the bum. <laughs> um, and, and, and that, but that's something that I had to deal with my emotional intelligence because I did, I approached this going, well, I've got something to say. It's not nice and it's not easy, but here it is on the table. Deal with it. Okay. See ya. Um, <laughs> Drop the mic. That's right. But that, so that's where my emotional intelligence had to, had to be retrained a little bit to go, well, hang on a second. You, you might be able to, you might find that easy to deliver, but think about the poor person on the other side about, you know, how they might be feeling. And, and even if you don't care about the difficult person on the other side and about how they're feeling, think about those around you that might see that, that, that delivery, that blunt delivery um, of, of that message to another person and, and they might feel a bit awkward about that or they might feel a bit um, yucky about that, which I hadn't really even considered. So um, like in, this, in the situation where you're in a meeting with other people, you'd be happy to go at the person who's the pain in the butt but hadn't considered the other people sitting around the right. table and the way that it would make them feel. That's right. And yeah. if someone was to get... Um, you know, abusive with me or aggressive with me or whatever. I, I, I'm in the fight or flight. I'm fight, so I'm happy to go. And and again, it doesn't feel good, but I'm happy to stand there and and give it straight back to 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 that person. Um, but not realizing how other people in the room might be feeling about that. So so for me, I would be single focused. I'd be like, okay, you're coming at me. I'll go back at you. Um, I'm not going to, you know, I'm, I'll match you here. Um, but not thinking that the other people in the room might be going, oh my God, this is awful kind of thing. Yeah. Not that, that happens much. I've got to say that <laughs> that doesn't happen much, but it has happened. Um, and I just, I think it's probably just that amygdala hijack of hang on a second, someone's attacking, right, let's go back and, and attack them back. Um, not considering what else is in the, in the room. Um, so, but difficult conversations with not difficult people is, is a diff, is a different situation. However, I think there's the, the first kind of difficult conversations that you have, uh, are always hard, but the more that you have, the better they get. And the sense of relief when you have had a difficult conversation and you get closure on that um the sense of relief for everybody is just um palpable you know it's it's um and i think as a leader you have to be prepared to have those difficult conversations you have when you stick your hand up as a leader when you stick your hand up as a boss as a mum as a you know head of a committee or whatever the case may be when you stick that hand up, you are saying, I'm prepared to have difficult conversations on behalf of myself and behalf of my people. Um, so I don't get the choice to back away from those. And so when you think of it like that and you think, well, I'm not having difficult conversations for the sake of having difficult conversations, like I'm having difficult conversations because that's just what I have to do in this situation. This, this situation requires a difficult conversation. Um, you you just you just have to do it, and once you've done it, you you feel so much better. And I think so does everybody in in the room. I guess the 
the the um, the science is making sure you deliver that difficult conversation with empathy, and that's something I've had to work on is 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 having to think through okay. Um, how you know how's the other person going to feel how can I deliver this um and and you know not cause offense and I was just I said to Kev the other day so for for auditioning people for my podcast um there was a couple of people that approached me about about being on a, a guest and I had a bit of a gut feeling that these people might not be right and so I, I said, I'll just, why don't we chat for half an hour before we actually, um, you know, and I can find out a little bit more about you do and tell you a little bit more about the podcast. And I spoke to someone yesterday and within the first sentence, I knew she wouldn't be right as a guest. You know, maybe four or five years ago, I would have just gone, oh, it's, I can't, I've I can't just record it and I won't use it. That's right. I can't (laughs) tell her that, you know, I've got her on the phone. I can't just say to her that. So I probably just, I would have gone, okay, great. Well, okay, well, we'll record. And then, and then I I would have published it and I would, you know, because I'd be like, oh, I feel so bad because, you know, she's going to be listening. She's going to be waiting. She's gone to the effort of recording, but I'm not proud of this. This is not going to work. My listeners aren't going to like it. But in the phone call, I just said, you know what? It sounds so amazing as to what you do. I love the sound of, of your job. It sounds like you contribute so much to the industry. Good for you. Our listeners are this. And I just I just don't think there's a match. And she was like, oh, no problems there. Yeah, that's fine. No worries. And I got off the phone and I went, thank God. Now I don't have to go through the rigmarole of pretending that I want to interviewing interview her, feeling stressed about interviewing her, knowing that this is a waste of everybody's time. Yeah, like weeks of anxiety because it's not just the whole like do the interview. It's then and then I've got together and then waiting for it to launch and and then produce. You know, sending it off to be produced and paying for something to be produced that I just I'm not proud of, and all because I couldn't have. A difficult conversation and it wasn't a difficult conversation it was it took bravery to say oh you know face to or on the phone to someone look you know thanks so much but I just don't think it's a right fit but my god the anxiety and the the stress and the the you know the crap that that then saves so I just I always just think I come out the back of difficult conversations these days and go thank god I said that I feel good I've got closure I'll move on what about yourself? Well, I'd like to say that that's also where I'm at. And sometimes I, if I'm having a good day, I can get to that place and just put my big girl panties on and do it. But a lot of the time um, I will worry myself into a frenzy about a conversation that is upcoming. And I guess some tools or strategies that I've started to implement that that re- are really helping me in that moment of bravery includes writing down what I, how I'm feeling and where I'm at, writing down the worst possible scenario yeah, as well because I, I find when it's just in my head and I'm worrying about this or that or whatever, ultimately it's going to come down to, well, what if they don't like me? Yes. Um, if I have this difficult conversation or if I say what I feel or if I, you know, step up and actually tell them what's going on, um, how will they feel about me? Will they like me? Will they respect me? Da, 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 da. 
And so what I've kind of realized is that stuff is, is all on me. That's my stuff. It is. And stuff that I have to work through and that I am working through and that the more assured I get with that and that not people pleasing of which so many of us are and so many make decisions based on that. Oh, well, I'll just keep the peace and I'll just do this. And that's, you know, that will keep everybody happy and keep me being liked. Mm. The more I work on that and being okay with actually not being for everybody and not pleasing everybody. Yeah. um, The more I'm, able to step into those difficult conversations but scripting it really helps me and and not in the form of um hello my name is stacy i'm going to read this (laughs) out to you but just writing down okay so when the time comes that i have to have this conversation i want to make sure that the other person knows that one i was hurt two i think there's a better way of dealing with it and three this is the solution or something like that so so i have a bit of framework around where I'm going to go with the conversation. It's not just all unknown. Yes. And so I guess the next level from that is once I've become comfortable with having those conversations with that kind of scripted knowledge, the next step for me is writing down what I don't want to say. Because here's how a difficult conversation normally goes with me, Jane. I get out what I want to say. I, I, you know, I've got my three points and I go boom, boom, boom. And then they start to talk and I, and I backpedal and I undo all of the work that I've just done by, you know, apologizing or saying, <laughs> oh, no, you're right. I was wrong. Um, and, and un, like reversing, just like revert, like just hitting the reverse on the DVD, like just going backwards. And then I get to the end of it and I go, well, all happened? of what just happened? All of that, all of that gumption that I got up to say what I wanted to say and then I said I completely undid what a waste of time and then I spend three more weeks worrying about how that went and how it could have gone better. So for me, it's not just about scripting down what I need to say and the points I need to get across, but scripting down what I'm not going to say. So and do you keep that in front of you? Like do you keep when no. so... Right. Okay. I could so just even have it written down. Right. And it be in Africa. Okay. But the fact that I've got it out of my head, I don't necessarily have to refer to it. If I'm going into a meeting and like I've pulled up out the front of the office and I'm in the car, yes, I'll just have the piece of paper there. I'll look over my notes. I'll stick it in the dash and then I'll go into the meeting. Yeah. But even if I write, like if I've got a meeting next Friday and I'm writing it down on Wednesday, I don't need to look at it again. It, I just had to get it out of my head. Yes. But I also had to acknowledge to myself and to the universe, I guess, I am not going to say in this meeting, um, it's okay that you made me feel that way or yeah. don't worry about it. Because if I'm brave enough to say, when you did that, I felt like this, you can't then 10 seconds later say, oh, but that doesn't really matter. Don't worry. Don't yeah, worry. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's... I guess that's kind of where I'm I'm at with my journey in getting better mm-hmm. at difficult conversations because I don't lean into it like you. I do, you know, I do mentally think I need a bit of Jane in this moment. <laughs> I, need a, I need, a, need to channel a bit of Jane as I'm going into to this conversation. But you're right. The feeling you get once you get to the other side and you have communicated what you wanted to communicate, 
the feeling of closure and the feeling of relief and the feeling of being heard is so much better than than the the weeks of anxiety and worry that come with not being brave in that moment. And um, I'm part of the Rare Birds mentoring program and I've got a fabulous mentor, Sally. She just says 20 seconds of bravery. That's all you need. Just 20 seconds. Yeah. You walk yeah. in, you get, you know, 20 seconds worth of here's the things I need to say. And then you'll have momentum and then you'll be on a roll and then you'll be able to say what you need to say and get it out there. But it's those first 20 seconds where you're like, Oh, well, I just thought that maybe we could oh, perhaps talk about, mm, I don't like, like yeah. 20 yeah. seconds of go boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom. So I was going to say, I think the point that you make around what, so where, what's difficult is when, when you say that you go into, oh, that's cool, you know, don't worry about it, that's cool. Because sometimes when, you're, when you have approached someone with, with the, the, the line of um, you did this and you made me feel this um, and then someone will say, oh, I'm really sorry, you know, and if someone then turns around and says, oh, gosh, I'm really sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to, that's when that's when you can go oh look that's okay you know da, 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 da. so it's it's so you, you kind of you want to accept the apology do you know what i mean like you don't oh, want to sit absolutely hanging going yeah 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 you should yeah, be sorry you, you know <laughs> yeah so you suffering your jocks suffering um, your jocks <laughs> <laughs> but you but so so there is that 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 opportunity i guess to go i you know thank you i accept your apology yes you know 100% yeah yeah, but but um, but it's not discounting everything that you've you've just said. It's just going oh, okay. Yeah, that's 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 you know I accept. Yeah, that's fine. You didn't realise you were doing it or whatever. Um, the other thing too is is deciding when to have a difficult conversation or deciding when to just let things slide. You know, pick your battles, kind of thing. So. I feel that's that's something that um, and and again I don't know whether sometimes I go well I'm just I'm avoiding maybe that conversation or whether I'm going actually do I need to raise that or is that something that's on me do you know what I mean like I'm feeling extra sensitive about this or yeah. I'm worrying about something or I've manifested something in my head that's actually probably a bigger deal than it actually is. Um, I don't think it's that person's problem. I don't think I need to make that fit person feel uncomfortable about that. Um, you know, it's, I don't pick your battles kind of thing. Don't, don't, don't have that conversation or like, that's what I find hard is, well, or is it, or am I just going, Oh, I don't really want to have that conversation <laughs> with with someone, um, but it's not important. I find I find my I think my gut tells me when something's important to say, like in terms of when something's really kind of um, festering. Yeah, and I go, okay, the only thing that's going to that's going to solve this is actually bringing this out in the open and resolving it. However, I do think there's probably a lot of things that I'm sitting on that kind of sit right below the surface, you know, and, and really aren't too much of a big deal, but I leave them. You know, maybe there's only so many difficult conversations that you can have, you know, that you can prioritise. So probably it's just the stuff that rises to the top that, that you end up having 
um, a difficult conversation about and then there's probably the the lower layer of the pyramid where you're like, mm, I don't feel comfortable about that, but I don't feel like I need to be in a difficult conversation for 24 hours of seven days a week because <laughs> potentially you could have a difficult conversation with everyone that comes into your path. You could, you know, feel a little and bit... don't you feel like some people do? Don't you have people in your life where it's like every time I have to deal with you, it's... The drama. It's a difficult conversation. Well, I guess, you know, you could take offence or feel like you need to share your feelings with the the girl at Coles who's putting your groceries through. You know, you should be saying hello to me or, um, you know, I really feel like you should be packing my bags right now or I really feel like, um, you know, the way that you, you're just shouting across at me at the person um, at the, the next register that's really rude and annoying and I'm pretty sure that would be in your policies and your training manual of what not to do at Coles. Oh, my gosh, I've got hives <laughs> just listening to you talk. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Hey, but, I know what you mean. But you yeah. choose your battles. You go, this is annoying, but I don't really feel like this needs to be a difficult co- Yeah, pick your battles. Yeah. Don't need to get this one out. I also am kind of, as we're talking about this, thinking back to a reframing about the world, even just the word difficult, um, and I can't remember what the word is that I, there was a period that I went through where I was like, I'm not going to call them difficult conversations. I'm going to call them something else that was more positive and not the word difficult. If I think about it, I'll, um, I'll stick it up on our Insta story after this episode goes live. But that could be something for you as well. If the, even just the, the concept of difficult conversations is challenging for you, finding yes. a different way to reframe it and to name it something else. The other thing that I sometimes will do, um, and and what I love about Glennon Doyle's book, she calls it her knowing, and I love that 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 she's put a name to it, and a, and a, and a um, she's put a kind of a, a structure to it almost in a way. Um, but her knowing is essentially what happens when she goes in and and meditates on something and tries to really kind of get in touch with what her feeling is so that she can better articulate it or be guided by it. Like just, just, just get in touch with her energy around a certain thing, which before reading and, and her calling it a knowing, I was finding that I was doing that, but I, I wouldn't have known how to explain it. I just found that if I went and meditated on something, I could get clarity around around something. Um, I think with difficult conversations, having a 10-minute meditation or even just taking some really deep breaths and calming your adrenal gland, calming your, um, your heart rate um, and trying not to focus on all the things that could be but just trying to be in the moment and being present. So I think when I'm trying to navigate through, and it's not even necessarily about whether I should have a difficult conversation, it's just I'm feeling, I'm, I'm not feeling right about something and I don't know why. Or sometimes I can articulate and I'll go, Do you know, I'm not feeling confident and I don't know why, or I'm not feeling um, at peace with something and I don't know why. So. And I, literally, I just go and Google a 10-minute meditation and try and put my my word on it. So I'll go 10-minute, um, so I'll just go meditation clarity or meditation focus or meditation um, confidence or whatever. 
And there's a billion like free 10-minute ones that you can just do on YouTube, but it doesn't really matter what the meditation is. It's just the fact that you're being brought back into the present. The whole, the physiology of it, of just um, calming the body down. Because as you said, you know, you do work yourself up physiologically, your heart's beating and your stomach's churning. and Yeah, uh, that's not good for you. And, and going into those situations feeling like that, you're in fight or flight mode and that's when you can't think logically and that's where you can't structure thoughts um, and be calm. So, so having that 10 minutes to ground your body and, and try and stop anticipating. At, what, at the end of the day, 99% of all the scenarios that you've built up in your head are not going to happen. Do you know what I mean? Like you, oh, you sit there going, well, this could happen and this could happen and they might not like me and they might hang up on me and then they might go and tell all their friends that I'm a really bad person and, and then they'll probably get on social media and then, you know, then I'll never get any staff ever again. And uh, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you've worked yourself up into this frenzy of none of that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. But your head's there and your heart's racing so to just sit there and, and do that 10-minute meditation and go, do you know what, it, take the moment as it comes, deal with what comes up in the conversation and what comes from that comes from that. Like that's, we'll deal with that then. Most of the time it's nowhere near what you've predicted what's going to happen. And I think the feeling that you get once you're on the other side of it and you have voiced exactly how you're feeling and where you're at is such, I don't know, I, I, I was going to use the word rewarding. I find that really rewarding when I know that I've kind of stepped up and done my part and, you know, stood up for my team or stood up for my business or stood up for my family or whatever it is at the end of the day. Um, I, you know, I kind of put that up as a, you know, another little badge on my, another gold star and off we go to, yeah. to the next challenge. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No, I think, I think so. And I, I honestly, I think it improves that, it strengthens that muscle. You know, the more you do it, um, the more you start to realize that, oh, I'm catastrophic, you know, I don't need to catastrophize this. I don't need to um, get myself worked up because out of the, you know, hundred difficult conversations I've had over the last couple of years, Actually, there's only one of those that's blown up a bit out of proportion. You know what I mean? And, and all the rest, absolutely I've got one not. particular um, conversation that I had really in the really early years of my business. And whenever I go into something now, I'm always like, well, it's not as bad as that. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of like the benchmark. Like, oh, well, this is going to be tough, but it's not going to be nowhere near as tough as that. So, yes. So let's yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, well, hopefully those um, those comments of from from us have have been able to resonate with some people. But Especially if there's people that have you know difficult conversation conversations looming. If there's something that you need to do or something that needs to be said at this particular point in time, and this episode is resonating with you, do it. We're behind you, cheering you yeah. all the way. Yeah. Or if you've got tips as to how you think. Um, we could better handle difficult oh, yes. situations. Yes. We'd love to hear it too. <laughs> Absolutely. You can reach out to us on Facebook. 
at facebook.com slash Miss Bossy Boots podcast or search for the group Miss Bossy Boots podcast um, in groups and request to join. If you're listening to this episode on your phone, um, take a quick screenshot and post it to your Insta story and tag us. We would love to, um, and tag us with some takeaways. We'd love to hear what resonated with you today. And if you haven't read Untamed, get yourself to somewhere that sells books. Everybody's selling it. Everybody in, in Port Macquarie has sold out of it. I can't find wow. it anywhere because I'm trying to buy. I've bought six copies for people now. Wow. Yeah, because <laughs> I just wow. keep going. Well, I keep, I, as I was reading through it, I was like, oh, this is for this person or this, this person needs to hear this or this person needs to hear this. Um, and a shout out to my, friend, uh, my lovely friend, Jane Gretsch in Adelaide. I had a conversation with her on the phone. I put her, I put her copy in the post and it took like, I don't know, 10 days to get there. It seemed like forever. Yeah. And about eight days in, I had a conversation with her on the phone. I said, have you read Untamed? She said, oh, I hate Glennon Doyle. Oh, God, oh. no, absolutely. I'm not reading that. La, la, la. And here I am thinking, oh, great. Actually, it wasn't that dramatic. I'm just kind of talking about yeah. it in the podcast. Um, <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, great, because I've just put, you know, a copy in the post for her. And then she, it arrived and she sent me this lovely message because she said about an hour before it arrived, she was reflecting on the conversation we, ha we had and she thought, oh, so I think I was a bit too harsh in terms of, of Glennon Doyle. Like, maybe I should give this new book of hers a go. And, and she was like rethinking the whole thing, literally got home and on the doorstep was the copy from me. And she's oh, like, how funny. that's the a sign. Yeah, absolutely. I've got to read it. So um, a big shout out to to my other Jane I hope yes. that, um, I hope that she's enjoying Untamed as much as we are well but, she'll have to she'll yeah, have to tell know. us what her, what her thoughts are she'll have to make sure she tunes into that episode and drops some notes in the group a hundred percent absolutely thanks so much for joining us today for Miss Bossy Boots as always we love talking to you as we lead further closer towards our hundredth uh, episode can you believe it Jane oh how, how how many more have we got to go we'd be almost couple? there yeah, yeah. <gasps> Woohoo! So, that will be exciting. Hope you have a wonderful day. Bye. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 